You're listening to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue with Adam Bartels. Welcome to Full Steam Ahead, a podcast about Purdue. It is my joy and privilege to welcome into this episode Purdue Sports Chaplain Marty Dittmar. Marty, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Hey, good. Thank you, Adam. Thanks for having me, and uh, I'm excited about this opportunity. Me too. I've been looking forward to having this conversation with you for a little while, so I'm excited that it's worked out, and I thank you uh, for your time to make uh, yourself available today. Appreciate it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we're going to jump into your your roles and all your uh, responsibilities at Purdue here in just a minute, but before we jump get into that, I just want to let our listeners kind of get to know you first. Kind of tell okay. us where you're from, where you grew up, and then kind of your life and how you eventually made it your way to Purdue. Okay. Um, well, I'm a, I'm an Indiana guy. I don't, I don't want to call myself a Hoosier, you know why, you know, that, but I, I am an Indiana guy. I'm from, uh, North Liberty, Indiana up near South Bend. Uh, the high school now is John Glenn high school in, uh, Walkerton. So they combined with Walkerton, but I grew up there, uh, my whole life till I went to uh, college out East. And, uh, there I played, I played basketball as well as in high school. I played in my small uh, Christian college out in Pennsylvania. And uh, then from there, we came back after doing seminary. We came back to uh, Kokomo, Indiana to be youth pastor there for six years uh, at a church in Kokomo. Loved that. Had a great time. And then from there, we went to Italy, believe it or not, uh, to work in a university there where we learned the language. And then worked with uh, several uh, other couples that were starting a church in the area, but we did campus ministry and began that, uh, and that was really, really fun and challenging. Uh, and then, of course, we weren't, we weren't able to go back to Italy for a second term, so we had to find another place to go, and uh, my uh, uh, head leaders and all uh, offered me a few choices, and one of them was Purdue University, where uh, they a church in town wanted to start a college ministry, and that's where we ended up, and that was a uh, long time ago. <laughs> awesome. And what church was that? Uh, it's the Kasuth Street Baptist Church here in town, and uh, we did college ministry for them for 10 years before we started then working with the athletic department. Awesome, and that was it was it 96 that you came to Kasuth or 96 when you started at Purdue? Uh, no, it, we, we came to Purdue in 87. Okay. And, okay. and then uh, it was in the, uh, the fall of 97 that Coach Tiller okay. asked us to begin with the, the football team at first. Okay. I'm we, sorry. My, my cat's playing with a toy down here. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <all> good. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, so when talk about that, that conversation, uh, head football coach Joe Taylor, of course, he's like well, in his first year then or second year then, and he wants to bring you on. Talk about that conversation. Sure. Um, well, that, that really started three years before that. Yeah. Uh, I went to a basketball game and uh, the, uh, sorry, the, uh, the basketball game, uh, I was on the third row upstairs at uh, uh you know in the the blood the nose bleeding section and i had my nephew with me and he fell asleep in the second half so i'm i'm sitting there and of course you can't participate in the screaming and the yelling and all that and so i'm just getting a little contemplative and i'm looking down at coach 
Katie and the team. And, and I just said to myself, and I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, who, who ministers to these people? Uh, they're in such a bubble and, and, uh, and protected, et cetera. And who, who does that? And I said, and I said to God, I said, Lord, I'd really love to do that. I would love that opportunity. That was three years before 97, when I uh, got a call from uh, Purdue football to come in and interview with them about becoming the chaplain for them. And uh, that all went well. After a couple months, they asked me to do that. And then, uh, then about two months later, Coach Katie calls me on the phone. I mean, you know, if you're a Purdue fan, that's like assistant God calling you. <laughs> and I was just shocked. And he had heard that football had a chaplain. And he says, if they can have one, I can have one. And so I started with them and it just kind of snowballed through the whole uh, athletic program. So that's really awesome. That's so cool. And just talk about, was it, was there a chaplain for football before that? Were you the first for football as well? No, there was another fella that would, would do a chapel for him. And I came in and, and we did it together for a few years until he left. Okay. And then I was doing it by myself. So awesome. Well, with that title chaplain for, you know, football and then extended to basketball. And now you said kind of all sports kind of talk about what your role is in that environment as Purdue chaplain. Sure. I, I've got two aspects to my work at Purdue. Uh, number one is inside the program. And that's where I work with the, uh, the athletic department and the coaches to chaplain all the teams that they may, uh, where the coach asks me to do that. Uh, and I make myself available to the administration or to coaches to, you know, do counseling or whatever they want me to do with players, et cetera. Then outside the program, I have actually the FCA, the Fellowship of Christian Athletes huddle that takes place every week. And uh, we get athletes from all the sports. Plus we, we get a few young people that, that aren't Purdue athletes, but were athletes in high school and were in FCA in their high schools. And they come as well. And it's, it's really good. It's good for the students. It's good for our student athletes to mix in and, and, and be together. We, we met last night, uh, had a really good group out and uh, I'm uh, fired up, ready for the semester. So That's awesome. I, I can't tell you how much the organization FCA has meant to me. I was a freshman in high school when I ran cross country and played basketball and ran track and and that's kind of where my faith was starting to evolve a little bit. You know, we grew up in the church, but it never meant a whole lot to me other than I, you know, I didn't want to do anything bad. You know, you know, I wanted to be a good guy or whatever. And, and uh, I was kind of encouraged or pushed into being an FCA when I was a freshman. But I tell you what, I, it, it helped shape me so much. And it was such an encouragement, especially to know there was other fellow believers who uh, shared the uh, same beliefs and thoughts and their faith. And it was just such an encouragement to me. And I, want to credit, you know, my, my leader, Scott Bauer and Darren Klein up there in Hobart, Indiana, uh, just helping shape my faith in high school. So uh, I have much respect for the organization FCA. And, and yeah. it's uh, surprising how many people I run into, even around the athletic department in administration or coaches and stuff and say, hey, I was in FCA in high school, or, you know, and it's, it's always good to hear that. And our, we get to take our athletes out to some of the area high schools every now and then, our FCA athletes, and they have a real impact, I think, on uh, the young people in the schools uh, around here. 
That's so cool. I still have uh, late nineties. We took a trip down to Turkey run. We do that every year retreat. And I picked up an FCA Bible down there. I still have that to this day. It's just, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, It's such a great organization. I'm so uh, glad to hear you're working in that uh, realm as well. And just the impact you have on students. I want to kind of jump into that. Just talk about that, the impact you get to have on individual students' lives every day, kind of helping them grow in their faith and, and counseling them through tough decisions and kind of just wrapping your arms around them when they're going through difficult times. Sure. Um, yeah, we, you know, being involved with various teams as well as the huddle weekly, we get involved in the lives of the kids in, in all kinds of ways. I, I try to stop into practices as much as I can and just show, I call it the ministry of presence and you make yourself available and you'll get kids that will even they're going through drills and they, they pop up next to you and say, Hey, Marty, pray for my grandma. She's not doing well, you know, or something like that. And, uh, and then zoom off, they go to the finish their drill. And, um, we, uh, we will sit down with young people who are going through relational problems or home situations that are difficult. Uh, we, we deal with young people who, who uh, experience death in their families, uh, try to encourage them at those moments. Um, we, uh, we do weddings. That's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, I've done so many weddings of Purdue athletes and through the years. And, and sometimes after they're gone, they'll call me and say, Hey, Marty, would you be willing to do my wedding down in Florida or out in New York or wherever it is? I'm happy to do that when, if I can work it into my schedule. And, uh, and so we do, we do that. Um, we, uh, we give out uh, books. If, if something is, you know, apropos to some athlete situation or or a team it may be just about you know responding to authority or you know areas that young people can stand some teaching you know in their lives and encouragement in their lives we give out those kind of things in lockers and and we give out bibles to those who want them a few years ago we had a a john purdue club person and he he set up a meeting with me and i knew the name of this person they're pretty well-known. And uh, we met at uh, the Einstein bagel shop here. And he said, Marty, he says, I, uh, I know the work you're doing around here and you're having an impact with people. And he says, but I, I would really like to make sure every Purdue athlete gets a Bible. And he wrote me out a check to make, he, he had me figure it out what I would have to do to that. And he wrote me out a check for that to get a Bible to every young person, uh, at, in the athletic department. So that, I mean, that was just awesome. Uh, so we do things like that uh, with them. That is, that's a really cool story. Thanks for sharing that. And, yeah. and talk about, like you mentioned, like players even during practice kind of running up to you. What does that mean to you? And then in reverse, like to them, just to, like you said, that the ministry of presence, just to, mm-hmm. to have that at, you know, available for them. Cause sometimes, you know, when they have to seek it out, they might not do it, but when you're there and can yeah. have an impact, talk, just talk about that. Yeah, I, I think, I think young people want to know that you care and want to know that, that you're important to them, not just at the Bible study, uh, that you're, you're involved in their lives. And when you're involved in their lives as much as you can be on a daily basis, uh, it, it impacts them. They, 
I always, sometimes I wonder if it's, for example, when I go to football practice, you know, you got a hundred plus guys running all over the place, plus staff, plus coaches, plus other people. You wonder if anybody even notices you there, but they do. And, and they'll tell you later, uh, I saw you at practice. Hey, thanks for coming, you know, and that kind of thing. And, uh, so that's, it means something to them. Uh, that's awesome. I love it. And you, you, you mentioned, we've been talking about a lot of the student athletes here, but coaches too. I assume you work with some coaches as well. Are going Absolutely. Things. Yep. We, uh, we, and try to, we give Bibles. We have coaches Bible. The FCA gives out to coaches. We give that to those who are interested. And um, we have also FCA sponsors every year, a uh, coaches family camp down in North Carolina. And we have a little scholarship that we have set aside to help them go to that, to pay some of the expenses to it. We, we gave two scholarships away last year uh, so that they could spend a week with their family. And this is a fabulous camp down in uh, North Carolina. I mean, it's great for their kids. It's great for them. And it encourages them spiritually and as a couple uh, together as well. And coaches and wives, they need that encouragement because uh, it's a... It's a hard profession uh, on the family. And so uh, they love this. And, um, and so we, we do that. I try to pop through the offices every now and then, peek my head in the door and, and just ask them how they're doing. That's many times guys will share a prayer request they have, you know, or sometimes we even just stop right there and pray. And, and it's, a, it's, a, it's a good opportunity. I, I, I love these folks around here. And uh, just pray that we can always have a good impact. For sure. I mean, yeah, 100%. I mean, this is the impact you can have. I think, I mean, there's not much more of an important job than what you have. And I think it sounds like it's so cool. I, I, I love what you're doing up there. And I think uh, it sounds like a fun job, but also such an impactful job, in, you know, beyond sports or beyond the classroom. Obviously, you know, you and I share these beliefs of eternal, you know, impact uh, yeah. on kids and coaches. So. I don't want to single anybody out. I want to be careful about this, but two people I've gotten to know through the podcast, especially that I've really enjoyed having on is coach Greg Goff and, and coach Dave Shondell, who are, oh, yeah. are both believers and just incredible men. I uh, just talk about working with them or, you know, anybody else that you, you want to share that. I just, I, I love these guys sure. and such great well, leaders for the programs. Oh yeah. You have got it right on. They both guys love their players. That's, and it is so evident and the kids know it. And, and that doesn't mean that they don't get yelled at the kids every once in a while, or, you know, chided to do better and et cetera, et cetera. But one thing they all know that their coach loves them. And, uh, and coach Goff ha has just a great heart for the Lord and coach uh, Shondell as well. I, I just appreciate these men. They, uh, they, they understand the importance of this, part of their player the player is not just flesh and bones but he also has a spirit and needs encouragement and uh and that fca can be a part of that they're they're both good fca supporters and encouragers and and uh it makes a huge difference when a coach recognizes that when a coach says to their players this is our chaplain or this is our life coach get to know him uh, that that just makes my job so much easier uh, when they do that. And uh, I appreciate those guys. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. You, you mentioned it well too, just 
their example of Christ's love and showing just their love for the student athlete there, their players. And, and, and there are many other coaches that do the same thing yeah. uh, in, in our program around here yeah. that we didn't mention their name, but they, they, they have a, a passion uh, that their players uh, grow both on and off the court. Uh, and there, there are some that aren't quite as churched as probably Coach Goff and Coach Shondel, but but they still understand that this is important and and make a way for us to be around the players and uh, encourage their teams. That's awesome. I'm glad you mentioned that too, because yeah, these are just two examples. Like I said, I want to be I want to be careful about single singling people out, but these are just two men that I've gotten to get to know over the last couple of years through the podcast that I've just really enjoyed talking to and just have a lot of respect for. So, yep. well. Also, along with those coaches, there's some players, too. And again, I want to be careful about not singing out players. And I love you to bring up any other guys you want to as well and women at Purdue. You know, feel free to mention some stories as well. But one thing I've noticed over the years, uh, several Purdue quarterbacks, you, you know, you look at Drew Brees, David Blau, Elijah Sindelar, Aiden O'Connell, all happen to be Purdue quarterbacks yeah. um, who are men of faith. And I'm sure I think most, if not all, have worked with FCA and worked with you. Um, so yeah. talk about them, you know, and of course, a lot of that goes with, you know, leadership off the field, but I think that translates to leadership on the field. So just talk about the importance of that. Absolutely. Uh, you know, when they're growing in their lives, spiritually, it, it does spill over into their lives, practically in their daily routines and etc. Yeah, I could tell you stories about all those guys you mentioned. Uh, uh, but I, I'll keep it shorter. The uh, I think I think of one like with David Blau. David David has such a love for football, but a love for the Lord and a love for his teammates. He really cared about his teammates, and it, and it was really evident. Um, one mission trip we took to South Africa, he had invited one of his fellow teammates along, and this this kid's gone through some struggles and trials and problems, and and David just wanted to be encouragement to him and. Every night we would have a little Devo time together, okay? And I gave it out to all the different athletes to do uh, each night. And, um, and so we're sitting there one night. Now this is South Africa, okay? Not the United States. We're sitting in South Africa and I have my phone in my pocket and all of a sudden it vibrates and I, I pull it out and it's a text message from David Blau who's sitting right next to me right in South Africa. He sent the message to America and ran right back to me. And it said, you know, I got a real burden for so-and-so. Uh, they really need to understand Jesus and, and who he is and, and, and be born again. And uh, he said, how can I do that? What do I, what can I share with him specifically? And so for the next few minutes, while this is all going on, I'm quietly texting back and forth with him <laughs> The, I don't know if you're familiar with the Romans road, but it's it's verses out of the book of Romans that help you share the gospel of who we are as sinners, what Jesus has done for us on the cross, how we put our faith in him and, and be born again. And so <laughs> I'm sending those back and forth. And after that meeting, David took that fellow aside. They went outside under this uh, boma, they call it, uh, uh, like an undercovering place and sat there and uh, he, he just went over it with him. And the, the kid opened his heart to Jesus and they came back in, shared it with everybody. There were tears all over the place. And it was just, 
really special time uh, that uh, I'll never forget. So that's yeah. such an incredible story. I mean, David is one of my favorites, not my favorite Purdue athlete of all time. I just love, I mean, he's, I think a great quarterback, but more importantly, a great person and a man of faith. It's, and, you know, to see what he did with, uh, uh, with Tyler Trent, of course, you can see my background. It's uh, people are familiar with my podcast that Tyler was a huge inspiration behind me starting this podcast and just seeing what David did and, for Tyler and just coming alongside him and being such an encouragement and to those guys, to each other. I mean, David shared with me how Tyler was an encouragement to him. It's Absolutely. Just an incredible story. Yeah. He would share with me all the time, the things that Tyler had encouraged him with. And uh, it was, it was a two way street there. That's awesome. Well, since we talked about trips, I want to kind of talk about that a little bit too with the FCA. You've gotten to go on a lot of these mission trips and you shared an incredible story. I don't know if it's, if you can even top that one, but it's, some of the stories from these mission trips and getting to take athletes, you know, overseas to experience other countries and the impact they're able to have over there. Yep. Uh, the, um, we, we've taken our athletes down to Haiti through the years, and uh, we've also taken them to South Africa. Um, we've taken them to Germany, uh, England, Japan, even we took, one trip, but mainly we, we've gone to Haiti and to South Africa. And uh, those have been really great trips. I, I remember one time I took a, a trip down there to, uh, to uh, Haiti and I had a bunch of Purdue athletes, but then I had two former Purdue athletes who were professionals. Well, one of them was a former Purdue athlete uh, and a professional. And the other one came from um, uh, Miami. And, and so, uh, we, uh, we were on that trip and our intent was to go up into the hills and to help build an orphanage up in the hills. Well, there was rioting going on up in the hills. So we didn't know that till we got up there. And uh, so we had to come back down. I had to get him into a hotel for the night down in Port-au-Prince. And then we tried the next day and it was the same thing the entire week we stayed in a hotel <laughs> and it was totally different. But what we did was, you know, Bible studies there together. And through that Bible study, this one professional athlete from uh, uh, um, Miami, um, what's the team in Miami? The Hurricanes. The Hurricanes, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, went blank there. And, and uh, he, he was a lineman and, uh, and he trusted Christ. And we were out at the pool one day and he goes hey why can't i be baptized now and i said why not and all our kids gathered around and all these other people that were at the hotel were watching it too and and here i am he was this big lineman and and i'm baptizing him guy i finally got him up and uh and all these people started cheering and clapping you know and i afterwards i thought you know this wasn't what we planned this week but God planned it and uh, for his glory. So that's, that's pretty cool. And this kid's living for the Lord going on doing some good stuff. And uh, I'm excited. So that's awesome. Well, you mentioned those, you know, the one was a former Purdue athlete kind of leads yep. into my next question is about staying in touch. You mentioned getting to do weddings for these guys. And I've seen yeah. pictures on Twitter of you getting to have a lunch or dinner with uh, David when he was in town or yep. uh, whatnot. And just talk about getting this, not only have an impact on these uh, kids, uh, men and women while they're at Purdue, but after and getting to stay in touch with them. Sure. We, uh, a lot of our athletes, you know, keep in touch with us by being a part of this monthly 
newsletter I send out and all. And uh, so I keep in touch that way. But I, I have different pods, if I can use that term, of, of text groups that they were friends and, and I, I text with them every now and then they text with each other and we, we go back and forth, they share prayer requests, but uh, I, I keep in touch like that. I was just thinking Christmas cards. We get all these Christmas cards from former athletes and it's fun to watch their families grow. And, you know, I've done this for 25 years now with the athletic department and, and uh, we love to see those cards and I get phone calls. I, I get people who are making big decisions and they just want to talk to somebody. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk like that. I, I get wedding opportunities. Um, Vinny Sutherland, I, he, I went down and married he and his wife uh, a couple years ago. And uh, you know, you just keep in touch with folks like that. And, and uh, it's, it's just really special. Uh, the other athlete that went to the Haiti thing was Kyle Adams, who played for the Bears and then down to the Buccaneers. And, uh, you know, he's a great kid. We, we uh, got to baptize him, got to do his wedding down in Texas. I love those Texas weddings because the food, <laughs> the food is really good. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's, it's just really special to me to be up there with them and being involved in some of the most important decisions of their lives. And uh, I love it. That's awesome. I, man, Coach, uh, Marty, this has been so awesome. I love hearing these stories. I'm sure we could talk for hours, which would be fine with me, but uh, just talk about, you know, what um, uh, makes Purdue such a special place for you and getting to have this impact on the student athlete and coaches. Sure. Well, I, my wife and I, we love West Lafayette, number one. And our kids have grown up here their entire lives. And our daughter was just born in Italy when we came back. Uh, so so uh, she and my son, you know, went to Purdue here. They've got their degrees here. My daughter Mar and my son both married Purdue grads. Uh, my, my one son-in-law is a um, professor in the math department here at Purdue. And and, and so, you know, we bleed black and gold here. And uh, it's, uh, it's a great place because I, I love the university setting and all the opportunities that that provides, but it's in the setting of Indiana, which I'll be honest with you, I love Indiana. It, I love the homegrown attitudes and the, the conservative nature of the people and they, they're caring. And, um, and that's, that's all a part of Purdue too. And that's, that's the atmosphere around here. I love Purdue because we have so many Christian professors. Uh, we have a lot around the athletic department who have a, a really good perspective about where faith comes into things, whether, whether they would call themselves Christians or not, they want their athletes to have that opportunity uh, as a choice. And, and you don't always find that kind of attitude around the country in, in universities. And we're fortunate here at Purdue, and that's why I love this place. Um, I love being a part of it, and and I think after 25 years, we've built up some trust with these folks, and they express that trust. Uh, uh, one great thing, and one our our uh, uh, athletic director, you know, he said to me one day we were out watching the football 
practice together and he leans over to me and says, Hey, Marty, he says, you don't know this, but I was part of FCA too. When I was in high school, I said, Oh, that's awesome. I, <laughs> you know, you, that's the kind of people you got around here. And, uh, and I really, really enjoy that. That's awesome. I'm assuming you're talking about uh, Mike Bobinski yet. He's Absolutely. such a great guy too. He's been made himself available to me several times on the podcast. And he I is. Love the leadership he's had yeah. in the athletic department as well. Yep. But you mentioned earlier as we started, grew up in Indiana, but near South Bend. So as a kid growing up, were you a Notre Dame fan or did you root for Purdue or indifferent? Okay. This now it's, it's confession time here. Now <laughs> uh, the, uh, actually I, I was never a uh, Notre Dame fan. But I was an IU fan way back in those days. Bobby Knight, the whole thing, you know. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, there's that saying that goes around uh, that I'm a, a, a Hoosier by birth, but a Boilermaker by the grace of God. And that's <laughs> exactly right in my life. So That's awesome. And I also wanted to give you an opportunity. You mentioned your, your wife, uh, Brenda, that you I think I saw on Twitter not too long ago. You've been married, what, 44 years now? To- yeah, 44 years. It'll be 45 uh, next, um, next, oh, yeah, <laughs> September. Sorry. <laughs> yep. Okay. And she, add on you too. She's a great uh, gal in the ministry here. She just retired. She worked at Purdue for many, many years. Uh, and now is going to have a little more time to be involved with FCA. And uh, she meets with girls, a lot of girls one-on-one. And uh, she's my chief cook and bottle washer here. We have a lot of athletes and folks in for meals. And uh, we, uh, we have learned to cook for big groups, you know, through the years. And she's a big asset in that way. Uh, we use our home like that. Uh, our table stretches out really long. And uh, we have uh, a good time around the food uh, together with some of the athletes every now and then. So. That's so awesome. And we were, we were talking about Purdue being such a special place, of course, outside of your role and, and guiding people through their faith and just any challenges they're facing on campus. Just talk about the, the enjoyment of just being a Purdue sports fan and getting to travel. I saw, I think I saw you in the background of the locker room video and coach Brom saying, how about them boilers and just getting yep. to be around the program and getting to watch it. It's thrilling games like the music city bowl or yep. uh, Purdue sports in general. Yeah. The, uh, I, I love traveling when I'm able to, uh, not, not all the programs can do that. Uh, I, I do, I am at most of the home games uh, for our departments, but uh, football has always been unique in that way of traveling. And um, yeah, going to the bowl game was just absolutely fabulous this year. They, I love it through all the bowl games from the Tiller years till now, they take my family to my kids when they were in the home, they got to go and, and that was really special. But uh, yeah, I was in the background there with Coach uh, Brom, and uh, he is a great man. Uh, he uh, really loves what we do and encourages it. And in fact, that I had just led the team in prayer at the end of the game and stepped back. That's why I was right there. And uh, so it's I get a nice perspective of what he's saying and what everybody's doing there and all. And you know, it's not always easy to pray after you lose. Sure. But he always has them take a knee and just thank God for whatever it was that comes our way. And man, that is a teachable moment that he's created as a coach in their lives. And, and it's going to impact them 
and we're back to the coaches now and their ability to impact, but it will impact these guys in times in their lives when they're going through struggles or whatever it might be of where you can go for help beyond yourself. And, uh, and, and so I'm thankful for coaches like that and that situation in particular. Yeah. That's awesome. And how about that game too, man? That was <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah, man. Incredible. You know, outside of Paul Feinbaum, who wants to claim, you know, Tennessee won that game, you know, that was what, what a, a fun game to watch. Even oh, as, a, as a football fan period, I just, tell you i was on the sideline and uh you know it's going back and forth back and forth and i just thought oh lord i'm, I'm praying lord please don't let us lose this game these guys have worked so hard and i and here's i'm telling god i said god i don't want to do a losing prayer i want to do a winning prayer <laughs> so i was really happy when they uh, when they won and we, we've kind of briefly mentioned Aiden earlier. I mean, what a great job Aiden has done. I mean, a former walk-on to come in here and just lead the program and, you know, yeah. to take the lumps and, and whatnot and, you know, go back and forth between starting and coming off the bench and just, wow, incredible stat line he's putting on. But again, of course, this leadership on and off the field as a person, even more yeah. impactful. I'm excited he's coming back for another year to, uh, to lead the program. He has grown so much as an individual, as a player in every way. And uh, he's he's definitely our FCA student leader uh, on the on the in the program, and and we're really thankful for him. That's awesome, Coach. Uh, I keep calling, wanting to call you Coach. You are a coach. You're a coach. You're a life coach. <laughs> life coach. That's what uh, that's what they call me in baseball. There, so so I, I guess it's okay to call you Coach here. As, as we're wrapping up, Marty here. Anything else that you want to share? Uh, I'm just trying to think of. Uh, other things that that might might be of interest. Um, well, I just I just want to thank people uh, that may be listening who are friends of us that, who pray for Purdue athletics and, and in particular FCA. I sure appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate the folks that that uh, give donate because we're a faith ministry. We're not paid by Purdue. Uh, what we do is volunteer, and so. Uh, I appreciate uh, the folks that do that. There's there's just a swelling community around. I even have a few IU people that help support <laughs> the work here because they like what we're doing, and uh, and we joke about that. But uh, but I, I we just want to get the word of God out into these young people's lives so they can just be impacted and have an anchor for life later on, yeah. and and. Uh, because boy, we all need that. Um, and, and that's our real goal is to get the word of God out there to students and impact them. Um, can I tell you a funny story? Go ahead. Uh, uh, it was, it was back. I think, I think it was in 2000. We were in the Outback Bowl. Was that when yeah. we played Georgia? Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. And, uh, they had the big banquet with both teams and the coaches all there, everybody's dressed up nicer. Coach Tiller and Coach Rick went up there and they interviewed them. And, uh, and they, they said that they wanted them to share what they really wanted to teach their players off the field and impact their lives beyond their time at Purdue. And Coach Rick went, and and he's an he's an evangelical guy. He he knows the word and everything. And he 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 gave like a sermon, and he was quoting scriptures down all through there. And while Coach Tiller loved what we were doing and one and is a part of it and all etc., 
you know, he didn't have that grasp quite of the scriptures like that. And I could tell he was so nervous and, <laughs> and, and it was a little awkward for him. And all. so <clears throat> right after the team all went to the stadium to, uh, to uh, practice. And I walk into the coach's locker room to change my clothes. And, and I, he's across the room and he's just looking at me through like this. And, and the other coaches are teasing him and making fun of the, the situation. And he goes, Dittmar, he says, next time I'm having you sit up near my table and you have to have scripture verses written out on three by five cards ready to hand to me. <laughs> and of course, everybody was laughing and just joking. That's That's, awesome. uh, yeah, those are little behind the scenes things that people don't see or hear about. So he was a great man. Yeah, I, I miss him a lot. Yeah, definitely an impact on, on, on Purdue. Purdue in general, but it obviously turning Purdue football around and getting it to a respectable program too. Yeah, obviously yes. Uh, um, glad they named a uh, street up there over after him, and just yeah, just the lasting impact he'll have. Yep, yeah, as you mentioned, on and off the field for those those players. That's right, definitely. That's met, right. Sure. Wow, I, thank you for sharing that story. That's why I love I love doing this podcast. And I love giving opportunities to to hear stories like that and things we don't get to see every day that aren't necessarily on social media and just that. You know, yeah. just to hear some of those deeper, more uh, richer, impactful stories. So, Marty, man, this has been so awesome uh, having you on. Thank you, uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing these stories and just the impact you are having on everybody up there on campus. And I hope, you know, this podcast was an encouragement to even just one person who's listening to this episode. I hope they're encouraged by it and they can reach out, you know, to me or to you. Um, uh, you know, I know you're on. Uh, Do you want our website? Yeah. It's uh, www.fcapurdue.org, awesome. fcapurdue.org. So people can see who we are, what we're doing, everything there. So awesome. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. Yeah. If people want to try to reach out to you if they have any questions, you know, and or sure. want to get involved or help or donate, you know, that's the, the way to right there as well. I'll provide a link for that on our website as well. Anybody's watching this interview, it'll be below the video box there. I can provide links uh, for okay. people to be able to find that as well. So, and of course, you're on Twitter as well, uh, at Chaplain Marty, is that right? Chaplain Marty, yeah, yep. So people can find you on, on Twitter there, on social media to follow you as well on there. Marty, thank you again so much for your time. This has been an awesome conversation. Thank you, Adam. God bless you guys. You too, Boiler Up. Boiler Up. A reminder, you can follow the Full Steam Ahead podcast on Twitter, at Full Steam Pod, and you can always listen to, like, comment, subscribe, to the podcast on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Full Steam Ahead podcast. Until next time, I'm Adam Bartels.